Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.
Please join me in speaking Psalm 116. I love the Lord because he has heard the voice of my supplication, because he has inclined his ear to me whenever I call upon him. The cords of death entangled me. The grip of the grave took hold of me. I came to grief and sorrow. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I pray you, save my life. How shall I repay the Lord for all the good things he has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his servants. O Lord, I am your servant. I am your servant and the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfill my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Hallelujah. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Let the entire house of Israel know with certainty that God has made him both Lord and Messiah, this Jesus, whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what should we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized, and that day about 3,000 persons were added. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And we respond together with Canticle 9, the first song of Isaiah. Surely it is God who saves me. I will trust in him and not be afraid. For the Lord is my stronghold and my sure defense, and he will be my savior. Therefore, you shall draw water with rejoicing from the springs of salvation. And on that day, you shall say, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make his deeds known among the peoples. See that they remember that his name is exalted. Sing the praises of the Lord, for he has done great things. And this is known in all the world. Cry aloud, inhabitants of Zion, ring out your joy. For the Great One in the midst of you is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Now on that same day, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. 
And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what, they, what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Dear friends, here we are again this morning, together in this unusual way. One of the things I've been thinking about this week is how much we all miss the music. Singing together, listening to our beautiful choir, we give special thanks for Robert Barney, our music director, and all of the folks in our choir who have been contributing to these services. It reminds us of why we love to sing together so much. I think it's because it's the way that we gather. We always sing that hymn at the very beginning as a way of gathering us, gathering our voices together and our spirits together. So I hope and pray that in these Sunday services, you are singing along. Um, this isn't a performance, this is our worship together. And we're providing the words for the hymns so that you can sing with gusto with your family and the people you are 
living with, um, or even by yourself, knowing that we are gathering virtually in the way that we sing together. Some of you may have seen the Easter offering from the National Episcopal Church, where they gathered together over 800 people in a virtual choir and orchestra to sing The Stripe is O'er, The Battle Done. If you haven't heard it already, you can go to the Episcopal Church's Facebook page or Google Episcopal Church Virtual Choir and you'll be able to listen to it. It's really incredibly moving. I, uh, I've listened to it four or five times and it brings tears to my eyes each time. Because again, there's something so powerful about singing together and hearing voices joined together in praise of God. The other reason I'm thinking about music this week is I saw several hours of the One World Together from Home broadcast. And again, I commend that to you as well if you haven't heard that yet. It was a gathering that was produced primarily by the World Health Organization with Lady Gaga and some other people who brought together musicians and singers from all over the world each offering their music from their home. So talk about the soundtrack of our lives. There was Elton John singing I'm Still Standing while playing piano out on his kid's basketball court. Um, we heard from Stevie Wonder singing Bill Withers' Lean on Me. We heard from Hozier and Billy Elish and other singers. And I found it incredibly again, an incredibly moving experience, all of these people in all of their different homes offering up these songs that in some ways are the soundtrack of our lives. So we have music that we sing together and then we have music that we know together. And that was incredibly moving and powerful in this time when we are physically separated from one another. So I commend that to you as well. And then finally, I discovered this little show on NBC last night. I've only seen one episode so far, so I can't recommend it necessarily, but I loved the idea. It's called Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. And it's a little cream puff of a, of a sitcom, really. But the premise of the story is that Zoe, who is a computer programmer, wakes up one morning with the ability to hear the soundtrack of someone else's life. So she's getting her coffee at the coffee store and she has this insight into the person who's making her coffee about how lonely she is and about how lonely she finds herself in the midst of other people in relationships. Um, one of her coworkers, it turns out, bursts into song that only she can hear uh, confessing that he really has a crush on her. So there is something so poignant about realizing that each of us has this, these songs inside ourselves that perhaps only God hears. Perhaps only God hears. And what does it mean? What would it mean for each of us to know what those thoughts and those feelings and those longings are inside one another? So today's story from Luke, today's story from Luke has Cleopas and another one of the disciples 
walking on the road seven miles from Jerusalem, and they are singing a song of lament. For it turns out that this is the day, this is Easter morning, and they've heard this news that Jesus is somehow alive, but they don't really believe it. They're still stuck in their song of lament. We thought he was going to be the king, the savior, but he was killed, crucified in a cruel way, and put into a tomb. And they're lamenting and just singing that song back and forth to one another when a stranger comes up to them and says, what are you talking about? And they tell him the whole story. And he says to them, but, but don't you remember? Don't you remember the song that the prophets have been singing for so long about the Messiah, about the truth? For that is a song that I think you do know. He starts to walk away, and they say, oh my goodness, come to dinner, come to dinner with us. So he goes with them to their home, and they sit down, and as they're about to begin the dinner, the stranger picks up the bread, and breaks it, and their eyes are opened, and they realize who it is that they've been talking to and walking with, and perhaps even singing with, for all of those miles before home. It is him, it is he, the risen Lord. And he disappears. He disappears from their sight. But what he managed to achieve in that moment for them is that it did change the song inside their heart. They said, oh my goodness, yes. When he was talking to us and reminding us of the story and telling us about God's love and mercy and forgiveness and salvation, our hearts were burning within us. He planted a new song in their hearts, and they too became Easter people. So the question for us is, what is the song that we sing as Easter people? What is the playlist for Easter people? Robert sang so beautifully for us at the beginning of the service, and I hope you were singing along with him. For these are the words, these are the words, this is the song of Easter people. He is risen, he is risen, tell it out with Not like that. He is risen, he is risen. Tell it out with joyful voice. That's it, my friends. That's the song. As Easter people, we are to proclaim this good news that Christ is risen. Death is overcome. Love wins. And we are to tell it out, to tell that news with joyful voices. So we tell that news with joyful voices when we call someone up and ask how they're doing. We tell it out with joyful voices when we drop off groceries for someone who can't do it for themselves. We tell it out with joyful voices when we contribute to the local food bank or to other organizations that are in such deep, dire need in this time of the pandemic. We tell it out with joyful voices when we sing and 
bang pots at seven o'clock, thank all of the first responders. So my invitation this week is to listen to some of those musical things and to really ask yourself, what is the playlist of your life right now? What is the music that is giving you hope? How can you sing that song in a new way? Sing that song with a loud voice, either to yourself or over the phone to someone you love. Thanks be to God for music. Thanks be to God for the Easter songs. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray in the words our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. 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 Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. The Collect for the Second Sunday of Easter. Almighty and everlasting God, who in the Paschal Mystery established the new covenant of reconciliation, grant that all who have been reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body may show forth in their lives what they profess by their faith, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, you make us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of your Son, our Lord. Give us this day such blessing through our worship of you, that the week to come may be spent in your favor, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please join me in a prayer for this season of illness and disease. Praying together in hope to God for healing and comfort. O God of compassion, giver of life and health, we pray your healing mercies upon all who are in any way affected by the outbreak of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Comfort and sustain those who have been stricken. Relieve their pain. Restore to them your gifts of gladness and strength. Grant to all in authority the courage to make wise decisions that are essential for the common good, and strengthen them to lead institutions that care for those whom they serve. Watch over all first responders and those in the medical professions whose duty it is to care for the sick. Guard them from all danger. Keep them safe in the knowledge that it is through their sacrifice and service that the health of the whole community is promoted. And mercifully accept these our prayers, O God, of all comfort, and our only help in time of need. Amen. We pray for those on our parish prayer list, Edith, Susie and Ellie, Edie, my sister Barbara, Orly, Matthew, Colby, Jean, Jane, Sandra, Daniela, Michael, Mart, Scott, Bert, Matt, Charlie, Nigel, Christine, Ryan and Kim, Greg, Linda and John, Shannon, Olivia, Bill, Paul, Jay, Philip, John, Ruth, Alice, Ellen, Peter, Gresh, Nancy, Marjorie, Larry, Vic, Robert, Audrey, Doug, Susan, Mary Sue and Charles, Isabel, Christina, Sergio, Tom, Marlene and Stephen, Maeve, Bruce and Dale, Joan, Anne, Caroline, Margot, Jenna, James, Rick and Betty Ann, and all those you name now. We pray for those who have died, especially Anne Leeson. Are there others? May they rest in peace, in God's loving embrace. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. We know that Christ is risen and dies no more. Embraced by death, he broke its
friends, a few brief announcements. Um, on a very sad note that didn't make the, uh, the, the pre-recorded prayers of the people, um, Rick Wheeler died this week, and I'm in conversations with his family about how we will celebrate his life at a later point, and we'll convey that information to you. Of course, Rick and Betty Ann, beloved and very longtime members of the Trinity community. One of the things that I'm confident about is when Rick beheld Jesus and saw his face clearly, he knew him to be a true friend and not a stranger. This morning after this service, you are invited to join us for the virtual coffee hour. The link has been sent out in the window, and if you have if you have the opportunity to go back there and register and come into the coffee hour, it's really been quite a lot of fun um, to see to see all your faces and to have a chance to converse on any number of topics. So please do join us for coffee hour. And again, um, this is a difficult time. We're all struggling being physically apart, but I know we are together in this wonderful body of love and faith and community that we call Trinity Church. So please continue to reach out to one another, pass the peace virtually, send in your pledge, make a donation online, share this service or any of our other resources with your friends and family who are not local. That's one of the advantages of, um, of having these things online is we can, we can um, share the good news and spread the word just by sending the service out or the link out to someone else. Thank you. Let us pray together the words of the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.